Hi, my name is Melanie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from misplaced identity, control, and fear of man. Hey, guys. I grew up in a Christian home with two older siblings and two loving parents who worked hard to give us everything they could. My parents were believers and active members in our church, so my siblings and I were often at church with them. We were regularly exposed to the word of God through Sunday school and weeknight activities. And when I was six, I was baptized after professing my belief and understanding of the gospel. However, my understanding was high level at best. I only wanted to be baptized because I had seen my friends do it. And I wanted people to see me as a Christian. This was my first attempt at trying to control other people's perception of me. As long as others saw me as I wanted them to, that was good enough. I figured when I got older, I could learn to actually care about what the Bible says and take it more seriously. But the older I got, the less significant God became and the less conviction I felt over sin. Words of affirmation was my love language, so hearing the kind things people would say to me gave me confidence. Since I was little, I gladly jumped at any opportunity I could to be complimented or praised. But the more I sought it out, the more I started to equate people's praise and affirmation with their approval and love for me. I started building my identity around my abilities and my appearance to feel worthy. And as I got older, my heart became a shrine to my reputation. Throughout high school, I began seeking more affirmation from guys and trying to find my worth in what they would say about my body and physical appearance. My relationships did not honor God, and in attempts to feel loved and desired, I frequently pushed and crossed boundaries I knew I shouldn't. Because my perceived image was everything to me, I lied and manipulated my way out of problems I had caused and actively tried to dissociate from my sin to protect myself from any consequences. When I started college, I was determined to be a better, different person. I tried to bury my past, but my struggles soon began to resurface. I still feared what others thought about me and sought to control other people's perceptions of who they thought I was. I was also idolizing my relationship, crossing sexual boundaries, and relying on my boyfriend, Jesse, who is now my husband, to make me feel secure, loved, and worthy of affirmation. By my senior year of college, My friendships were rocky and my relationship was hanging by a thread. I started to spend more time with people who encouraged the worst in me and in an attempt to grasp anything that brought me momentary happiness or affirmation, I began to change who I was. I started going out almost every night, getting drunk and ultimately cheated on my boyfriend. I had joined into this lifestyle in the name of the college experience and making fun memories, but I was incredibly numb. I had never felt so isolated, depressed, or worthless. As I sorted through the wreckage of my choices and faced the reality of who I was, I was lost and had no idea how to turn back to God. Thankfully, he met me where I was even though I did not deserve it. Romans 5, 8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I didn't understand it at the time, but even in my reckless wandering, 
I was still so loved and being pursued by a God who sent his son to die for all I did. Over the next few years, God was slowly softening my heart to trust him more. Jesse and I had reconciled and we were fully committed to each other. But even though our hearts longed for a deeper relationship with God, we were both carrying past hurts and hiding sin struggles, attempting to fix them the best we could on our own. After we got married in 2019, it didn't take long for my sin patterns to emerge. I was still looking for worth and security in Jesse and was fearful that I wasn't enough for him. In my pride and insecurity, I started to control anything I could to help me feel secure in our marriage. But upon learning the truth about his struggle with lust, any sense of security or control I had was gone and my self-worth felt shattered. I had heard about Regen plenty of times from attending Watermark, but had never considered going. If anything, my husband was the one that needed to attend, not me. But the more I attempted to fix myself or regain control, the worse things got. Tensions were at an all-time high in March of 2021, and while fighting almost every day during a trip we took, I came to the end of my rope. The Lord captured my heart and showed me I needed to change. I told my husband that I was done doing this. I was going to start Regen when we got back, and he said he wanted to start too. My first night at Regen, I felt relieved and was ready for change. But during first-time guests, I received a list of 100 common struggles and realized that change was not going to be as easy as I was expecting. It was overwhelming to look at this list, and for the first time, I began to feel the weight of every sin struggle I had unknowingly been carrying with me. Through groundwork, I started to recognize the insecurity, pride, and control that consumed every area of my life and how to take these struggles 24 hours at a time. In step one, admit, I began to surrender deeper parts of my heart to the Lord by admitting that I was powerless to overcome sin by my own strength. In step two, believe, and step three, trust, my view of God changed as I started to learn more about his character and heart for us. I recognized that I had spent so much of my life wanting to be seen as a Christian by going to church and being in a community group, but my heart desperately lacked a functional understanding of what that actually meant. For the first time in my life, I began to believe what the Bible was saying and saw the importance of an abiding relationship with God. Through step four, inventory, I saw everything I had ever done written out in front of me. I saw how interconnected my sins were and was able to grieve the things I had done along with the hurts I had experienced. In steps five, confess, and six, repent, I felt incredibly free when I confessed all of my sin to my husband, community group, and my mentor, and was met with so much love and acceptance. During step seven, follow, I finally understood that my created purpose was to know God, reflect his glory, and to worship him. I started to see how much God loved me and how valuable I truly was. For so long, I was letting my past define how I saw myself, but I was given a new identity when I trusted in God and gave my life up to follow him. 
As I walked the rest of the steps, the Lord provided opportunities for me to practice obedience and dependence on him by forgiving people that had hurt me and making amends with those I had hurt. Choosing to walk in obedience to what he calls us to is not easy and requires a lot of self-sacrifice. But thankfully, through Christ's death and resurrection, we don't have to be obedient in our own strength. We have been given the Holy Spirit to help empower us to obey and bring us into greater intimacy with God. After commencing, my life looks totally different. God used region to completely change my view of him, the things I desire, and even how I spend my time. He is faithfully showing me that he can be trusted and has proven himself to be the most consistent and loving friend. Looking back on my life, I see so much of the Lord's provision, patience, and kindness to me as I was actively rejecting him. But he continued working in the details of every aspect of my life, even when I didn't know it. At times, I still lose sight of who God says I am. And it is a daily surrender to fight against my desire to find approval and affirmation from others. Thankfully, truth is rooted in me. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm quicker to recognize the lies of the enemy. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I know and trust that I will never experience full satisfaction outside of God's eternal design. I will only ever find fulfillment, freedom, and joy in glorifying him. I am now blessed to get to spend my Monday night serving with this ministry. It has been the biggest privilege to walk through these steps again with my wonderful step group. And I'm weakly encouraged by the ways that the Lord is working in each of their hearts. If this is your first time at Region, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're here out of obligation or you are desperate for change, I want to encourage you to keep showing up. God is pursuing you. You being here tonight is evidence of that. No matter what your story is, he can use it and redeem whatever you have walked through. He loves you. He is good and his word can be trusted. My name is Melanie. I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovering from misplaced identity, control, and fear of man, and to God be all the glory.